Tis the season for another podcast episode. Number 37, Sibs on Sports. Your boys are back. All things sports-related in this podcast. We got game balls, game picks, what's trending, and uh, everything. You're just going to have to listen. Now, here we go. What's up, Sibs Nation? Your boys, Dan and Pat, are back. This is episode number 37 of the Sibs on Sports podcast. It's Thursday, December 16th. And Patrick, we have breaking news on what's trending in the world of sports. Man, Urban Meyer everywhere. is gone. Gone. All that's transpired in 13, took just 13 games. Thirteen. But this guy dug himself a hole and he looks like a buffoon. There's so many things that happen in a, not even a full season span. Not even, guy. Yeah. And it's embarrassing for him. He, he should, you know, take everything that everyone's saying about him because the latest report of him kicking the kicker <laughs> in I mean, warm-ups. And, no uh, pun intended. <laughs> you be- kicking the kicker, I know, right? Da, da, da. But um, telling him you better make your effing field goals and stuff. I mean, I get that part, but you actually, like, kicking a guy this preseason. And then, obviously, the things that came out on social media when he was after a loss celebrating. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure his wife wasn't very happy about seeing that one. And yeah. uh, just the things that he said. Uh, and, and then – the lack of handshake that he gave Mike Grable. I hated to oh, see that. Oh, that was terrible. Too. Yeah. Just, you go on, the list goes on. This guy's a buffoon. He stole money, basically. So yeah. he's going to be okay financially, but he does deserve the ridicule. Well-deserved. Yeah, I mean, I just think, it, like you said, it's it was one thing after another, and he lucky, he's lucky he was kicking a kicker and not a starting linebacker or defensive line because this is not college. These aren't teens. This is the NFL. These are grown men. So yeah. there's a respect factor that's there. You can't imitate, uh, intimidate NFL players. You know what I mean? Right. So right. Um, I think that was just the icing on the cake. It's just the fact that he couldn't even get through the entire season. Um, I don't know if maybe this is the worst collegiate, to NFL higher or oh, yeah. you know what I mean ever in the history of the NFL. I think so. I think so. And when we we saw this higher, we were like, maybe it was a good thing, you know, sure. coming off and you know, Jaguars need a need a fresh start. They have their new franchise quarterback, number one pick. They got a, a tenured college coach that has mm-hmm. a great college record. So yeah. this might be the pulse that they need. And this guy could be further from what the Jackson they actually worse off than they were. Thanks a lot to this guy, and it's you, you. You feel bad for the locker room. You feel bad for the owner in some way, some ways, because I think he had a lot of us fooled. You know, he had us sure. fooled. Yeah. He had a lot of people fooled in that. But I think this guy, all in all, is just a terrible. He's just a bad guy, yeah. and he was an even worse NFL coach. Yeah, his his morals are are backwards. Uh, the way he lives his life, I think it's really interesting. And you know, this has been public since his time in Florida, because that's where Tebow was. But as bad of a guy he is and as good of a guy Tim Tebow is and the relationship that they have, I don't, I just, that makes no sense to me at all. I don't know if he keeps Tim Tebow around because Tebow's belief in God and like urban thinks as long as I have him, you know, he'll get rid of all my sins or or whatever it is. But that relationship doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I feel bad for Trevor Lawrence because this is his first year in the NFL He's actually gotten worse, and all of that is because of Urban Meyer. So yeah. I, I hope for him and whoever they end up bringing in to be the head coach of this franchise 
that he's able to turn it around and kind of progress because he's coming out of college. He was a great college quarterback. They don't yeah. all transition into the NFL, but for this to be your first season and your first taste of the NFL, and that's the leadership you're working under, that yeah. sucks. It does suck. It you does know? suck. The one silver lining is at least it. they found out now, and it's not another few seasons of sure. this, and then him being brought up this and already having a few damaging career. Uh, yeah, you could have ruined his career. Yeah. yeah, so I think it's still early enough where – a new a new voice in the locker room, new new change, a new hire, something that to catapult them yep. into being relevant because they're not relevant at all right now. And there's not a lot to be positive about if you're a Jacksonville Jaguar fan. Yeah, and they have some talented players there. They just they need the right leadership to to get that all turned around. You know, James Robinson obviously is a stud. We talked about it. Urban Meyer never utilized him the way he should have. LaVisca Chenault's kind of like that utility weapon type guy that can be really good. Marvin Jones was a great wide receiver in Detroit. Um, right. And then what we'll see what Trevor Lawrence can do, but yeah, they'll get it. They'll get it switched around, get, get a new guy in there and uh, let's hope refreshes that whole locker room. Yeah. I'm not sure yeah. which name they're going to bring in. If they're going to go through, I don't know if they do the col- the college thing again. Maybe they pick a tenured sure. uh, old vet past co- coach that's been in the NFL for a while. They're talking about Jim Caldwell or maybe like a new hire, maybe Brian Bianamese coming up or Brock that's not Byron Left. Yeah. I heard Byron Leftwich, who that's a big was candidate. a Jaguars guy like that. So who knows? Who knows what they bring in? But I think they need, they need juice. They need a, a hire like a Brian Flores. They need a guy who's hungry for it. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully that they can motivate the locker room. Yeah. You know no, you, you, you hit that right on the nose. Um, next topic, what's trending in sports? COVID. COVID is trending oh, in the NFL, in the NBA, and the NHL. And let's start it's with everywhere. the NFL. Start with your Washington football team. I mean, you got a game coming up, and you, what is it? 18 we have players eight, 18 players as of now that are in covid protocol 95% of them are vaccinated and they you know that have tested positive or at least are mm-hmm. that are in the protocol for now so there is some opportunity that some of them can play but for right now our feeling in washington is it's it's our entire defense basically the whole defensive sure. line our corners everyone that was basically in the same room this weekend are all tested positive so I don't even know what kind of team is gonna they're gonna roll out there yeah. on Sunday you know I'm not gonna recognize any names out there and the feeling over here it stinks because the biggest probably game of the season yeah technically now has been shifted to us as just a well yeah we're not really expecting anything out of this this is probably gonna be the end of our season and I mean and it's just a football game all in all and there are bigger you know obstacles and with the pan- being in a national pandemic, you know, you have to be concerning and make sure that everything sure. is safe for everyone. So, but it is, it is dicey right now. We are one of the teams. Cleveland Browns is another one of the teams that LA Rams yep. are another ones that are suffering through the same thing. Yeah. I, it sucks. It really sucks because like you said, you're holding down the final playoff spot. You're going into a very meaningful game against the Eagles, not only within the division, but, to fight for that final playoff spot because of where the records sit and you have to deal with all of this and not know what players you're going to have on the field, offense or defense on top of injuries coming out of the game against the Cowboys with Taylor Heineke and Terry McLaurin and all that. So yeah, it, that's difficult. That's really difficult to deal that, with. Um, and it, it sucks. It puts you guys in a really shitty spot. Yeah. But I do think that 
there, I like how the NFL is trying to open up the platform now about altering the, like, the steps on getting back on the field. Because if you're doing all the right things, if you are vaccinated, which, mm-hmm. you know, they encourage everyone to do, if they can test negative in the next day or so, like they, they should probably only need one negative test. Sure. To come yeah. back, or, or just they need to kind of reroute their system with this. Or look at flexing games out again because yes. you're doing what they're telling you to, to do. But – then again, you want to still get your bread with the game and money. I, you got to think of something else for this. but Yeah, you definitely have to. And prime example for that, like we talked about, and we're, we'll stay on the sports end of it and not the pandemic end of it, but you had, you had Tyler Higby going into that Monday night game, and yeah. he was pulled out for COVID purposes. And then the next day, they said it was, it was a, a false positive. positive. False or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. false, false positive. positive. You're right. So, you know – it's like, okay, but he technically didn't have it, and he could have played yeah. in that game, which would have been a lift for the Rams. They pulled it out anyway. But still, I mean, how many of these tests fall under that same situation of the false positives and things like that? So it's tough. The uh, NBA has it just as bad. I was watching the Nets the other night. They have seven – they played with a minimum. If you can, if you get have at least eight players eligible to play, the NBA is going to keep going. Anything yeah. less than eight they start to flex and suspend games. So the Nets have that issue. The Bulls had two games suspended because of the amount of players that they had. The NHL has it pretty bad. The Wild and Hurricane game was canceled. The Flames um, actually put their season on pause because of how many people have it within their organization. Um, Hmm. So far in the NHL, they've postponed nine games because of yeah. the COVID issues. So it's it's taking its hit on, yeah. on sports right now. All right, let's move to the next topic of what's trending. Everyone knows it. You heard about it. Steph Curry, greatest shooter no. of all time, breaks You're the bo- record all-time threes in a season. Um, got to watch it. It, it. The Garden did a really, really good job of yes. making him – feel that moment since he wasn't at home and if he you know if you can't do it at home you're able to do it at the mecca everyone that was in attendance it was a pretty special moment for him um it was fun to watch he hit it on his third third three third try um i think seven and a half minutes left in the first so he got it out of the way pretty quickly but it's just fun to watch him and i was watching jay williams on first take yesterday and and what he said is you know from a from an nba perspective and a basketball player's perspective is you try to shoot it to where it goes into the net and you hear that swish every time you hear that sound. And he says Mm -hmm. with Steph Curry, the word that comes to mind is purity. He's just such a pure shooter because every time he hits it, it's you hear that noise. And I think that that really like labels him as that, as that pure shooter. Um, But my question to you, Pat is (laughs) he did it 500 games less than Ray Allen. Yep. He's averaging three, four hundred a season. He's probably got another five seasons left. Yeah, you think he gets it to a point where it's untouchable? Um, I think so. But I don't know. I don't know. James Harden's not too far off, but I think he has a little bit more years left than James Harden. Uh, the way the NBA is now, though, is such a three-point shooting league that maybe I'm not going to say it's untouchable, but. When it's Steph Curry and the greatest shooter of all time, and you're seeing this guy in his element, in his prime, still can do this thing. Like, I this guy is going to set this record so darn high that, yeah, I don't think anyone's going to touch it. Even with the league moving to an NBA three point league, yeah, and just and popping shot in these kids that that's all they're doing now is they're 
you know, emulating Steph Curry, you know, they want to be Steph Curry. So they're all just practicing threes before they want to go do a layup or dunk and stuff like that. So the league is moving towards that, but Steph Curry is too damn good that no one's going to touch this record. I don't believe. That's what I was going to say is I, I know, I see that, you know, everyone's getting to those threes and taking those threes. And, you know, they talk about kids 12, 13 years old in the gym, just taking threes is someone going to be able to shoot as pure as he has through his career to nah. try to get to that record? They may be throwing up threes left and right, but are you going to be able to make it at the percentage that he's making them to be able to hit that record? And maybe I Riley know, Curry, man. maybe yeah. Riley Curry, maybe another Curry coming out. I don't know. His, his son Cannon. Yeah. Maybe his yeah. son Cannon. Who knows? Yeah. But that's he, it. Cannon. Okay. I couldn't remember his name for like, probably another Curry. Cause it was Vidal and, and all that stuff. Oh yeah. But, uh, but it was cool. I, touching back on what you said about Madison Square Garden. The funny thing is, I don't know if you saw in one of his interviews that was on All the Smoke with the guys that he said he thought he was going to be drafted by the Knicks because they had this. They had the seventh pick, but he was taken in Golden State and the sixth pick in his, when he got drafted. That's so right. in his mind, he was like kind of amped to be in Madison Square Garden and, and you know be, be a Nick like that. That was exciting for him to on draft day, and he originally thought that was the plan. Of course. He probably wouldn't take anything back with Golden State and his championships and his run. Sure. He loves it there. But it was cool to see that kind of come full circle well, yeah, yeah, with yeah. him being like, I was going to be a Nick. I had in my head that I was going to be a Nick, and I did it in Madison Square Garden the way they embraced him. That was really awesome. That That is awesome. That's a good little touch on that story. I um I didn't really see that interview, but for it to come full circle like that, I thought that was awesome. And another, another good note is watching how amped Spike Lee was <laughs> when he broke it and all the pictures after. Yeah. And I think yeah. Stephen A. Smith said, look, Spike Lee's more amped for the opponent than he is for the Knicks themselves. But hey. that, I mean, that's just where they've been the last couple of years. So that's true. Try to find any excitement anywhere you can. How about uh, Del Curry though? Uh, he, he, he got himself a three-piece as well, did. but we're, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll save that one out. I did but see that pick. That divorced man's got a three, three-pointer three of his own right there. Goodness yeah, He gracious. did not roll up solo. We'll say that. That's uh, wild. Uh, two more notes in what's trending, and then we'll move on. You saw number two recruit not going to FSU, going to Jackson State with Deion Sanders. Prime That's time. Big. That's big in the change of recruitment. And are people going to go to like the Bamas to win a national championship or are people going to go not saying that Jackson state won't win a championship within their level and their division, but the NIL money is where I think a lot of this kind of transitions and you got these quarterbacks transferring the portals and all that. Um, What's your take on it? I think in prime time, we trust, dude. I talk about the complete opposite of Urban Meyer, a guy you want to be, you want to be your coach, the locker room guy, the things that he's going to do to put yourself in a position to be successful. And I know that they're not the big marquee college program, but you wait because they're already making waves. They coming off there, winning their championship. Did did they, they're they're, they're in the championship game, right? Or did they already win it? No, I think they're in it. Okay. But still, had a good season, and then it's just going to keep building. And then, and then this might be the first big recruit, and then many more are going to follow. So I think it's huge for the program. I think it's huge for primetime. I think it's good for these kids that they're going to be probably potential draft picks later mm-hmm. on down the road. So I think this is going to be a big stepping stool for prime. If he keeps this coach and keeps this going, then, you know, the sky's the limit. I was going to say, does he land one of those top-tier universities head coaching job down the road in a couple of years? If he you know, wants if he it, continue, probably continues on this line. Absolutely. I think he needs one more stellar year, and then sure. he could probably be in the discussion for that. 
Yeah, I, I think it changes the landscape of recruiting. Um, and I think we'll notice it over the next year to two, maybe three years just with the top tier. Not that the Bamas are going to go away and things like that, but all those solidified, you know, top 20, top 30 recruits may be mm-hmm. changing their mind on where they end up going. And I think that'll make it really interesting just in the, the college football and the competitiveness of college football. Um, yeah. But go I thought prime. that was big. Go prime. prime yeah. time. Yep. Jackson. Um, Last little note, saw this the other day. Uh, I'm going to throw it in here, although I think they should have got way more. But the USA gymnasts who were victims to, the, to Larry Nassar, their five-year battle, won a $380 million settlement against the USA Gymnastics and the USA Olympic Committee. Um, money's never going to cure nope. what they went through, ever. Nope. Right? Nope. Mm-hmm. But they're the ones that came out. They had the courage. They spoke. They put that man behind bars. They got a lot of the top heads in USA Gymnastics booted out the door, rightfully so, and ended up winning a five-year battle. I think it should have been way more than $380 million. Like, Mm -hmm. all these victims should have got an amount of money that set them for life. Um, Yeah. But at least there's education and something that that comes out of it other than the trauma that they've been dealing with their whole life. So kudos to all those victims. They definitely deserve, deserve something out of this. You said her best, though. No amount of money can get back to what those poor young girls and mm-hmm. now women had to go through with that. And the amount of years that it took place and transpired, it just, it's just heartbreaking to know. And if you're a father, if you're a parent, you think that's like the worst thing Absolutely. that you could possibly think of going through for that. So, yeah, a little vindication, a little bit of, um, you know, validation for it, but it won't take back anything. And uh, But it's good to see then get something out of it. Get something out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, Sibs Nation, yeah. that's what we got on what's trending. Now we're going to jump bang. into NFL Week 14 recap. Oh, my gosh. It was a wild week. It was uh, a bad to... one. It was... I, think I, went, I think I went one and four um, <laughs> uh, on my game picks. Dan went two and three, I believe. I think I went two and three, yeah. It wasn't it the greatest was week. but not good. I cannot catch this guy. I, my picks just don't listen to us. Don't bet with us. You know, listen <laughs> to us. But just don't bet with us, okay? Yeah. I, <laughs> we may not be winning your money. We may, we may be empty, emptying your pockets. Um, I could have been 0-5 if the Bengals didn't pull that out. Ah, <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, let's go to NFL. Wait, did the Bengals win? Did the Bengals win that game? No, no the, the Bengals Niners. lost. The Niners. The Niners. Okay, OT. Yeah. There was one um, game that I got. Dude, you got. had the Bucks over Bills. The Bucks Bills. It was the other yep. overtime. Bucks Bills. Yeah, I could have yep. gone to home in five. <laughs> you could have that one, man. Good play, God. play, womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp, I don't have a cue, but yeah, you know what it is, right? For sure. <laughs> um, for a big topic, I want to touch on Lamar goes down in the Ravens' loss to the Browns, even though the Ravens almost came back and won that game. Yeah. You are a. Washington football team fan first, but you're also a big fan of the Ravens. What yeah. is your concern with them right now? I think that the, this is just a lost season for them. I think it's too much to overcome. I think Lamar's had a rough season. Second half of the season started great. Um, that you know they were kind of just playing the next man up mentality. Um, injury bitten. Um, just uh, lack of ball security. I think just uh, the AFC North. I. I, I I anointed as one of the better divisions. It's been kind of mediocre. I'll say, you know, like they've shown a lot of inconsistencies with all teams in there. The Ravens, I just think that, you know, they have had a good fool's gold and they have a rough end of the season. So I don't see them actually getting in the playoffs as of now, just because the way that they're 
they, they've been stripped on it. I mean, prove me wrong with Lamar, Lamar Jackson getting ankle injury now too. Mm-hmm. You, you have to do what's best. You, you can't run him out there and it would, could be a lost season. So I don't know. I don't know where, where they go. I, it's not there. It's this might be a rough season for them in, in injury bug. Yeah. I, 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 I agree with everything that you said. I mean, I think the fact that they pretty much their entire secondary is wiped out starting from training camp now all the way to Marlon Humphrey week or two yeah. ago. Um, it's, they do have Lamar listed as day-to-day, but e- even if he comes and plays, you're going up against the Packers, and it's, it's yeah. just not a favorable matchup for you. It's going to be hard for that defense to keep them in that game, yeah. um, which we'll get into because that's one of our game picks just based off records and stuff. But I – it's going to be an uphill battle, even at what are they at? Even They're at eight, eight, and, eight five. and five, and at top of and that division, someone's going to have to take that division. They're at the top of it, but that yeah. rough, rough end of the schedule, they could fall to eight and six, which would make them still. They, they could technically be in the one of the wild card spots if that it goes. But let's see what Cleveland does. Let's see what um, let's see what the Bengals do. Bengals sure. have a tough matchup too. So yeah. You know, I'm not fully they, counting. They may out pull yet, it out it, just because of how fast they got to that eight, and now it's really and starting Harbaugh to hit him, is a, but he's a Harbaugh great coach. Harbaugh is a good coach, but there are just so much injuries out there yep. on that no, team. I, I agree. It, it, just keep an eye on the Ravens. We'll see what happens, but it's definitely an uphill battle for them. Yeah. Uh, team that's just flowing right now, but somehow, some way, they just still on offense don't look great. Chiefs dominate Stand the Raiders 48-9. I know. I mean, but I but I think if you're a Chiefs fan or whatever, you can live with that because you know you've seen the potential in the offense. You're more happy with how the defense is playing because yeah. their biggest nemesis has always been their defense and their role a high-powered offense. So, but here they are, they're still 9 and 4 right now. Huge matchup Thursday with the Chargers, uh which is today. Tonight. <laughs> tonight, <laughs> lost my track of days. It's all good. Uh, a huge matchup tonight. Because yeah. Chargers did win the first game. It was a shootout there. And let's see what happens. I mean, Chargers might be without some injuries. We'll get to that in the game pick. But, hey, Kansas City, it was that don't panic mode. A lot of us were panicking. But here they are, still up for grabs for that top seed. Yep. They're, they're tied with technically with the top seed. They could still have home field, which is bizarre. Which is bizarre. And I want to say this because I'm – I just said it in my introduction to this is like, oh, they don't look that great on offense. You know what it is? It's the fact that Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill aren't looking that great on offense. Yeah. Clyde Edward Chalel had a pretty good game. Bobby yep. Pringle stepped up, had a touchdown. So they are they actually game. looking pretty good. It's just their star players aren't the ones putting up the stats and the scores and things like that. So yeah. I take that back. It's not that they're not looking good. It's just different players are getting it done, you know, and that's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing. And when you beat a division rival 48 to nine, and I know what the Raiders are going through this year, but they still have been competitive 48 to nine whooping. Holy smokes. Just whooped them yeah. and all, and all assets defense and then running the ball down their down their neck, down their throat. Yep. Um, so, all right, let's jump on it. We got to talk about it a little bit. Cowboys okay. sneak out a win against your Washington football team. They try to make a comeback. It was looking pretty good there for a second, it? but no, no, just, they, we got. Whooped. I want your thoughts. And I went. Micah Parsons is out of control. He was he a menace. We had no game plan to stop him. The defense, absolutely. They it, they could say it's a tale of two halves, but they had this game well endowed. They made a couple bonehead mistakes at the end to let us back in the game, <clears throat> but um. I think it wasn't really a game. The defense 
was all over the place and we couldn't get anything humming on offense. Our defense kept us in the game. Yeah. Dak didn't look great, he but it wasn't a problem because there was no fear of our offense really doing anything on when they, when they had their opportunities because the defense was getting everything they wanted. They were getting, you know, pressure on the quarterback. Taylor Heineke had probably his worst game of the career of his season career, yeah. maybe. So I mean, Dallas is – they proved a lot of doubters, and it was almost like a home field advantage for them at our good old FedEx. That's why that, it's, yeah. it's awful. It's and an awful place to be at. <laughs> you spoke to that, too, going into the game, saying it's going to be mainly Cowboys fans um, than yeah. Washington football team fans. But um, yeah. do you think now – because you play them next week. Not this week, but next we, week. Yeah. Yeah. Bad game plan for that game, or you just worried going into the next matchup? It could be something similar or the offense can turn around, take COVID out of it, say everyone's back. If everyone's back, I mean, that's a big, that's a big, big what if right now. But if everyone's back, yeah, I think they could do a couple game plans, scheming things to help to make it more a chance for us to win the game. But we need our players back. And, and yeah, we need to have, I I mean, it's tough to say what we have this week. Sure. No, yeah, that's true. It's all hypothetical right now. But I hope so. But it feels like a, our our morale right here as Washingtonian fans right now are right here just are all thinking that this might be it. This might be it just for our season, just with everything that's derailed because we feel like this game was the biggest game. Because if you sweep Philly, which we have two out of the next three weeks as well, we're right there in the wild card mix. But we have 18 players right now that we don't yeah. know if they're going to play. That's that's tough. I mean, Tough. like I said, you, you fall Tough back on the with. COVID and it's like, what do you do? You know, put you in a bad spot. So if we're going to say that everything's right and they're all healthy, possibly, hopefully that we could do this thing. But to big what if at the moment. Sure. Yep. No, uh, we'll touch on Niners real quick. They won that OT thriller against Cincinnati Bengals. George Kittle is a monster over the last Your two boy. weeks. Your boy. Brandon Ayuk with the touchdown to seal it. Um, the people's tight end. The people's yeah, tight end. As a Niner fan, I feel more confident with kind of where we're at. We got that sixth spot. Um, we still have that to win. That was a big game. That was but a it was big a big game, game just yeah. to, separate, to go seven and six, and then everyone else is six and seven. So, And I think yeah. we have a favorable matchup going against the Falcons this week. I think if we can seal get that win, that's just a little bit more comfort. Um, but yes. Bengals are a good team, you know. They are a good team. That's why I say you got to take that as a big win. And winning on the road, too. You know? Winning on oh, they, the road, they, yeah. They, yeah. They battled back. I think you guys had the lead right there, and they battled back for that they one. They did, yep. Jamar mm-hmm. Chase, he's a monster, man. I, him, he's good. He's good. He's, he's good. Joe Burrow's going to have a real good career in the NFL. Oh, man. He's killing it. Um, let's he's talk, John. The game you picked correctly, Bucks beat Bills. <laughs> 33-27. was almost wrong about that one. I was no T away from being 0-5. But, hey, I just – I believe in Tom, and I think this is hands down his an MVP year for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Bills gave him everything they got. It was a good battle. And I didn't, I didn't watch too much, but the highlights of this game, it seems like playoff Lenny is just getting it done on the ground, which has been – Brady's biggest uh he's he's the best biggest safety net this year other than Jonathan Taylor I would say he's been the best running back over the last three to five weeks he's been good I mean he just either running the ball catching the ball out of the backfield their whole offense has been kind of rolling through him over the last couple weeks and he just looks freaking good it's ridiculous 
Interesting stat, though, is you said you didn't watch it. I watched a good portion of it. The Bills did not run the ball, did not hand the ball off to a running back the entire first half of the game. So that just tells you the trust they have in their run game, which is zero. And without a run game, you're not going to get to a Super Bowl and you're not going to win a Super Bowl. And we said this, we go all the way back to our pre-draft coverage. And I would have to go back and look, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure because of a trade or something, the Bills had a higher pick than the Steelers. And I remember saying, <laughs> yeah, you get are Najee Harris. Get Najee Harris. Get a running back. And they decided to go, I think it was defense or something like that. And I don't know. I think, I, I can't remember. We have, we might have to revisit that. But I can't remember if they were before them or not. But, uh, yeah, Najee Harris. Just, there was backs there that they could have grabbed, though. Yeah, I mean, and, and I would say that they have a good defense. They haven't looked good over the last two games, but you got to have a run game in the NFL. You just, you yes. have to, and yes. you can't count on Josh Allen to throw it 51 times and also run for 100 yards. That's Yes, he's a, he's a fantastic athlete, but that's not going to create success for you on a consistent basis, especially when you get into the playoffs. So the 100%. Bills, I think, could be in a little bit of trouble. Oh, yeah. The, if they I don't think the figure Bills it out. Could, I think the Bills could miss the playoffs. Which is wild. There's a, yeah, yeah. You know, but yep. uh, last game, Rams beat the Cardinals pretty convincingly, not score-wise, but just play-wise, 30-23 yeah. to 23 in Arizona. Very important stat or very important news is DeAndre Hopkins is out for the season and may or may not play in the playoffs. Well, if they get him back for the playoffs, because I think, I mean – Arizona's in the playoffs. That's just yeah, lock it in. Yeah, they, yeah. they haven't they haven't clinched yet, but they're going to be a playoff team just with the amount of well, the yeah. way they're playing and the amount of wins they already have. So if they can get them back in the postseason, or if they can lock in the number one seed and have that bye week, you know maybe he gets out there. Um, it is concerning though because I think you need to lean on a guy like that in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, guys that one of the best in their position skill player that you could trust is, uh, and one of the most sure handed receivers that you've ever seen. Um, yeah, it's, it's a blow. Yeah. I think it's a big blow. I I'll say it now. Arizona Cardinals do not win a Super Bowl if Deandre Hopkins is not on the field. I just don't see that being a possibility because you have to have that number one talent out there. Even if a team game plans to take him out, you need that distraction to kind of go somewhere else. Now you're asking AJ Green to kind of be your number one, which he's had a great season, but he's had a great season as like a number two. And I don't know if he can step up into that role and be that guy. Um, I just – I don't see it. But like you said, I think they're in the playoffs. I mean, they already have 10 wins. So if they lose every game throughout the rest of the season, I still think they get in, whether it's a wild card or, or whatnot. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they get him back for the playoffs. But that's something to keep an eye on just for the Cards chance at, at a Super Bowl run. Um, yeah. But it was a great game for the Rams. OBJ was not the problem in Cleveland. You can obviously see that because he's become successful now with um, – LA and that was probably Matt Stafford's best game of the season throwing for yeah. TDs, like 300 yards and Cooper cup. I know we say Tom Brady, we say Micah Parsons, but I mean, Cooper cup, uh, the dude, the dude, been, you just can't guard him. He's on a historic run right yeah. now. And then, yeah, he kind of, it's, it just seems every time you look and watch Rams game, he's making a play every time it's, he's on the screen, he's popping off the screen and getting in the end zone and just making monstrous plays and you can see it's coming and then it happens again and again and again so it's it's awesome to see a guy who runs routes and kind of you know 
doesn't have the stature of a the typical wide receiver, what you're looking at, big guy, but the way he can cut and the way he's shorthanded, he's been a huge reason for their success um, and stuff like that. So, yeah, you could put him up in the discussion as up there maybe being in the conversation. Yeah. MVP. Uh, Aaron Donald back on track. Three sacks oh. I think he had in that game. Monster Good. game. He said, don't, for, don't forget my name in the yeah. defensive player of the year discussion. So, um, that, that Rams are getting back on track. Nice to see that because they just got way too much talent to, to not be one of the better teams in the NFL. So Yes. But, yes. all right, that's NFL Week 14 recap. You want to get into Week 15 game picks? Let's do it. Week 15 game picks. We got five games. We're going to start with tonight's games. The Chiefs 9-4 and four versus okay. Chargers 8-5. and five. Pat Oh, Daddy. my gosh. So, oh, there we go. Coming da, 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 late. Coming late. Coming late with it. Coming late with it. Um, This one's tough. I mean, I am prisoner of the moment, you know, because I said in the beginning of the season, pick the Chargers to win the division. I said that Chiefs would have a little turmoil this year. It would be a battle. Chargers did win their first head-to-head matchup. But, but in I KC, do, this one's in, in LA. In KC, this one's in LA. But LA doesn't necessarily always have the best home field advantage for Very our true. Chargers, our poor Chargers. They're kind of like our FedEx field, maybe not as bad as FedEx field. But but now, you know I love me some Mahomes, and you know yes. I love the Chiefs as well, too. I've been the biggest Mahomes supporter. I think he's one of the best players in the league. Uh, this is going to be a tough one. I think with the Chargers, do you know the latest on them? Are they going to have Keenan Allen? Are they going to have Mike Williams? I know that they were they were out. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are back from what I know. And I heard this morning on the way to school drop off that it says Eckler is questionable, but he is going to play. My fantasy needs Eckler to play (laughs) and I need Eckler to play the entire game. And I need him to give me a lot of points going into playoff weekend of the fantasy football. All right, let me get back on track here. This is a tough one for me to pick. It's a very tough Um, one. I love Herbert too i i do i this one's this one's a very very tough one do the chargers get the sweep on them i don't think they can beat them twice so i'm gonna go chiefs right here just because their defense the past few weeks you could argue have been the best defense in the nfl who would have thought i I know but here they are and if they have a running game now too uh oh and if you just need those stars to just show up a little bit meaning kelsey and hill and mahomes then they're going to take over. So I'm going to say the Chiefs win this because Chargers have shown inconsistencies this year. They can beat this team. You've seen it. They can beat this team. Will they get it all together? I don't think so. I'm going to go Chiefs. This is a very tough game to pick. Um, And I think you said it right there when you said just the inconsistency of the Chargers, right? When they get rolling, when they come out and they have a really good game and Herbert's looking like an MVP type candidate and all this stuff. The next week they come out and they fall flat. So I, I don't know where to go in this game. Um, They did win that first matchup, I think by six, 30, 24. Yep. Yep. Um, Herbert had four TDs, no picks. Mahomes had three TDs, two picks. Yep. But that was then. This is now. Oh, Kelsey Hill have been real quiet the last couple weeks. Yeah, 
there's no way they stay quiet for that <laughs> that that amount of time. You know, they're going to show got, up for the fantasy playoffs. You know, yeah, right? they got Joey Bosa and he's having a great game, and that secondary yeah. for the Chargers is really good. I see this being a shootout. I see it being a really close game. Um, do I go Chargers to give you cheese. a chance to make a run? No, just go with, I, go with what you feel. I can't buy into the inconsistency of the Chargers right now. Okay. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well. Chiefs um, tonight. But this could be that win for the Chargers where it's like, all right, end of the season, we're being consistent. I, I just if, It's hard to do that right now. To make a case for the Chargers, Chargers win this one. They have the season sweep over the Chiefs. Both of them go to nine and five. They have the head-to-head overwind for the division. Yeah. Now, the, the remaining schedule for the Chargers after this, Texans, sorry, Texans, that's another dub. Broncos might be a tough battle. Raiders, I'd say they get at least two of the next three, maybe not all three of them. Sure. And then if it, they have a tied record right there with the Chiefs, they get the, they get the division because of the head-to-head matchup. Yeah. The Chiefs still have the Steelers, Bengals, and the Broncos. So I think the Chiefs have a little bit harder schedule. But talking about who needs this game more, I think it's the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you because, I, I mean, you look Steelers, eh, they're still fighting for a playoff spot. The Bengals yep. are fighting for a playoff spot. The Broncos are fighting for a playoff spot. So those right. could all be really meaningful games for those teams. And sure. if you make it competitive, you're going to get their best shot. So I agree exactly. with you. I think it's more on the Chiefs to win this than it necessarily is on the Chargers. Agree. Um, so we're going to the Chiefs. But Chargers, you pull this out. You might be sitting pretty. If you could show consistency Absolutely. toward the end of the season, you could lock this division up. Yep. No, you're you're right. So. But you're probably going to – but you're going to have to see them in the playoffs again. You're going you know? like, yeah. to have you're gonna have to go 3-0. and Yeah, because there's no way the Chiefs are missing the, are missing the playoffs. I'll no, and they're very experienced in the playoffs. So oh, that makes yeah. it tougher. A couple bowls. Um, back-to-back bowls. All right, Pat and Dan got Chiefs over the Chargers tonight. Let's go to matchup number two, another really good matchup. I think I might know where you're going on this one. Pat's 9-4 and four at Colts, 7-6. and six. Both teams coming off a bye. Saturday night football, huh? Saturday, Saturday night football. Saturday. Saturdays are, Saturday football's back, baby. You got to love Saturday night football. Hey, oh, man. I'm going to go with my Indianapolis Colts <laughs> on this one. I know you I are. Like, I, I'm going with this because I think that they – are the best seven and six team I've ever seen in my life. Uh, they, sure. It's not a, not a glaring record that wows you off the state, uh, off the off the paper or whatever it is. But they they have a formula as of late that has worked. Even yeah. though some of those games that they've lost, their formula has been smash mouth offensive line, defensive line, running yeah. the ball and pounding that force. So I think they have one of the best units in that that regard up there. I think if Mac Jones wins this game, he's got to beat it, win it, throwing it and getting it downfield, which hasn't had many games where he's had to do yeah. that. He can do it for sure. And I could be wrong, but New England fans want me to pick against them. Yes, they so just, do. just know that. I know we have some New England listeners <laughs> out here, and they want me to do this because I'm helping you out. So I'm going to go Colts with this one. I like it. I figured since last week you, you were high on the Colts, which I'm high on the Colts too. My concern in this game is both teams are coming off a bye, so you're giving Bill Belichick technically two weeks to plan for the Indianapolis Colts. And yes. Belichick's theme is we take away your best player right mm-hmm. so they're gonna game plan to shut the run game down 
Jonathan Taylor, they're going to try to make him not a factor. Jonathan I don't know Taylor, if that's necessarily possible, though. Yeah, I don't know if that's touchdowns. necessarily possible because you have arguably one of the best offensive lines, if not the best offensive line in football in the Indianapolis Colts. So I think yeah. it's going to be a struggle. I think either Carson Wentz or Max Jones is going to have to go win the game. Carson Wentz has almost 3,000 yards, 22 TDs, and only five picks. He, yeah. he is – it's very quiet, yeah. a very but quiet, really good season, but it's behind Jonathan Taylor. Game manager done. season, been good, yeah. and especially as of late, too. Yep. Couple think, yolo balls, and they're at home. Yeah, not many. Know. Not many yolo balls have been thrown lately, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, he you can't know? be playing. He can't be playing hero ball in a game like this. Um, <laughs> Someone's down there. Someone's down there. I'm just gonna throw it. <laughs> <laughs> and Pats are come. They're on six in a row now. Do they make it seven in a row? <sighs> the New England <sighs> Patriots are back. They're never. They've never left. I'm they're gonna, still here. I'm gonna challenge. Carson Wentz to win this game because I, I think they're going to quiet quiet not shut down but quiet Jonathan Taylor I think maybe he has 75 80 yards I don't think they're gonna let him get over that 100 yard mark you may get a TD or two a goal line type TD um yeah. but I think the Patriots will pull this one out I think they're All gonna right. go to win number seven I think they're just a like we said really complete football team but I think the Colts do make the playoffs and I'm very high on the Colts as well and I wouldn't be shocked if they win this game I'm gonna go opposite of Pat Daddy to see going if he gain some ground so I'm gonna go Pats Pats not picking the Pats so Pats not right. picking the Pats no I'm not no I'm not <laughs> He's but like, we'll no say. I'm not <laughs> but we'll see you know who knows so all right Dan takes Pats. Pat takes Colts. Colts. Matchup number three, your Washington Ugh. football team, not knowing who's going to show up. I'm not going to know anyone out there. The I'm Eagles. not going to know any names on the field, but let's hope we get some in of these Philly. players back in Philly. It stinks, man, because this game was going to be a huge potential power move for the wild card. This is mm-hmm. like a wild card getting yourself in there and getting yourself the head-to-head match. Uh, it it would have you know, put power in your stride, but right now – now the pressure is Eagles have to win. They're saying yeah. that in Philly right now is like you're looking at a defense that you don't even know any of the players that are going to be out that you're going against. They have a great run game, and you should take it full advantage of that in your home, home turf yeah. right there. Um, and coming off uh, playing a quarterback that had his worst game and he's missing his – uh, Terry McLaurin, his best threat, concussion protocol, he's probably not going to go. You know, yeah. probably still losing um, M- McKissick. McKissick's still in protocol as well for his concussion. So, Is Heineke going to play? Because I know Heineke's he got hurt gonna at the play, end of that but game. he's playing on a bruised or bum elbow. So and that's his throwing elbow. So uh. he already lacks arm strength <laughs> and uh, precision passing. So his, his throwing elbow is injured. Now, I'm pulling for my squad. Sure. But I think it's it the the cards are aligned for the Eagles to take advantage right here. I'm going to pick Eagles and hope I'm wrong. This and is what I'm, I did last week and, and it worked for the wrong, Niners. And I've been wrong a bunch on these game picks all year long. Yeah. So let's keep the streak alive. <laughs> Stay wrong, Pat Daddy. Go fly, Eagles, fly. Yeah. Fly <laughs> to the loss, but I'm picking you I to would win. Never, so. Yeah. That's why I'm doing it. Yeah. No. Um, I think it's it's in, it sucks for Washington because they're holding down that spot. We talked about it. If you could split with the Eagles and split with the Cowboys, you're probably going to get yourself into the playoffs, and now mm-hmm. you have to face all this COVID BS. 
Um, you don't know who's going to be available on the defensive side, and the defense is what's really turned around over the last two to three weeks. Um, mm. But I'll say this. I think Antonio Gibson's had a really good season. I think, he can, I think yeah. he can run on the Eagles, and that's obviously going to be a big emphasis for them. You also have that one guy. I can't remember his name, but you said keep an eye on him through the season. He's going to be Jared a Patterson. Jared Patterson. Jared Patterson. Maybe. This could be a big step up game for him, filling in for McKissick, maybe helping yeah. out Terry McLaurin in the pass game type deal. Um, when the odds are against you, you're not going to do it. This is when wins not... happen, man. Yeah, you're so I'm going to go with Washington. I, I even with everything that they're facing. At some point, when you're in that locker room, you got to look and be like, "Hey, we're still in the playoff." We're, we're still technically we're in the playoffs <laughs> with our rank right now. Wow. So next, next man up. Yeah. Let's do That's it. Great. I'm Coming with off it. Of almost pulling out a win, even though you said that the Cowboys had the game, they still almost pulled out a win last week. So I think that gives you a little light as in, okay, even if the game's not working in our favor, play the full 60 minutes. Cause who knows what's going to happen at the end. I am a Jalen hurts fan. But he passing the last couple of weeks, I know they're coming off a bye. He's been terrible. So if you play to stop the run game and stop mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts, make yeah. him beat you in the pass game, Yeah, I think that gives you your best opportunity. So I'm going to roll with Washington. I think they're going to keep that seventh seed. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I hope you're right. I think if anyone that can inspire a locker room of guys that, that just walked in this place, it's Ron Rivera. So maybe he's going to get them to play competitive. But I know Eagles, Eagles coming off a bye week. They you know they're coming off from rest, and they know how big this game is. Sure, it's in Philly. It's, it's it's hard to see it, but I hope you're right. I yeah. do, I do. We'll see, man. This is just how the NFL's been this year. So I'm I'm gonna go opposite. But Dan Desert. Washington, Pat Eagles, matchup number okay. four, big matchup. You got Bengals seven and six versus Broncos seven and six. Broncos and Bengals, and they're in Denver, correct? So Denver they coming off Denver. a win last week, you know. With the tragedy, we didn't mention anything about Demarius Thomas, dude. Shout out to yes, Demarius Thomas, one absolutely. of the best best receivers, but not even – he was almost a better human. If you're seeing all these stories that have come out about him and what he's done in the community, what he's done with his football family, it's just uh, – it's tragic and a heartbreaking loss, but it was great terrible, to see yeah. them pull out that win and kind of – the irony of them winning on an 88-yard drive to end the game last yeah. last week was pretty remarkable. It's crazy you know, when moments like that happen. Yeah, yeah. So, who knows? I mean, that's I've seen a team do this. I mean, when we lost our Sean Taylor, we went on a run toward the end of that year, and we, we felt like there was a higher power that was helping us mm-hmm. and willing us to victory. Maybe Denver does this right here. I think Denver can maybe pull it out. Bridgewater had a good game last week. And they have a good dual threat with Melvin Gordon ain't going oh. anywhere. Javante Williams is still a stud, really good. and he's coming into his stride. I'm going to go Denver here. I know the Bengals could take take advantage of a wide-open AFC North right now that's depleted, but maybe the Broncos got something cooking right here, and I'm going to go with the Broncos. I like that pick. Um, this is. I think this is another tough game to, to pick just because my Niners coming off the Bengals. You see what Joe Burrow can do in the past game with T. Higgins, um, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase. Yeah. Joe Mixon didn't have a great game, but the Niners' run defense has been really, really good. And he's kind of coming off a, a game where he was a little hobbled, so who knows if he was really at 100% going against yeah. the Niners. Yeah. The one-two combo between the Broncos running backs, I think you could argue might be the best one-two combo in the NFL for could teams be. that run that type of run game. 
a lot of teams don't have a one-two, but right, right. I mean, I think both of them had two TDs last week and almost 100 yep. yards each. So yeah, that's tough to stop. They got some throw, some some receivers in the past game as well. Um, but I think the Bengals being this close to be to a division title. Yep. You know yeah. what I mean? And the Broncos right. aren't in the division race. They're in a playoff race. Yeah. But they're not in the division race. And I think if the Bengals can get this win and it moves them that much closer to trying to take that division, I think that gives you the momentum. Like you said, you don't want to talk about it, but the COVID issues are there. Cleveland's in a tough spot going into this week with all the yep. who they have and who knows who's going to play for them. So I think that works in the favor of the Bengals. Um, took the Niners to OT, almost pulled that out. So you come yep. back and it's like, we could have had that one. So yep. I'm going to roll with the Bengals. I like what they're like doing that. on offense. I think yeah. them, the worry in this game is going to be the run game defensively. Um, For sure. But I think Burrow I, I, can do enough. I totally agree with you. I think the Bengals are a better team and they're looking to take the next step, stats, something like that. I just think, I just have a hunch about this Broncos team right now off of that win and when was everything that's happened. Yeah. So it's just a feeling more than what I actually see on the like roster instruction so yeah um i totally and get it and they're at home and i mean the memorial that they had no no hit on your washington team it wasn't necessarily ron rivera it was more daniel <laughs> snyder but, but that's how yeah, you do no. a memorial last minute for somebody for not what you did for sean taylor you know what i mean absolutely so absolutely i think that was great but i think that'll be one of the better games this weekend for sure should be denver's favorite too yeah two and a half so pat daddy goes broncos dan goes Bengals. last okay. matchup Matchup number five, Packers 10 and three versus the Ravens eight and five. And Pat Daddy, if we want to throw out a quick power rankings, I now have Green Bay at number one. Oh, you did. You swapped it, huh? I you swapped did. it, huh? I All did. All right. Who do you have at number two? Uh, at number two, I have the New England Patriots. New England Patriots. At I can see that. Three, Tampa Bay. Four, KC. Five, Arizona. Barely hanging on. Ooh, Arizona went from one to five in your rankings. One huh? to five. Well, yeah. the loss to the Rams, and then obviously, and the then losing hop. hop. Yeah, that plays yeah. a factor. So I would put if I I would say Packers one. I would go Bucks two. I would go. I'm gonna say Chiefs three. three I'm gonna yeah. say New England four. I Arizona mean, you got five. Jones, rookie quarterback, so it's understandable. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. All right. Well, but back to the game. I'm gonna go with Packers here because. I think uh, like like if the Ravens had a roster that was somewhat healthy, I think this would be a lot really competitive game. Don't know what we're going to get out of Lamar Jackson if he's going to play, and I think Aaron Rodgers is just rolling. Yeah, and yeah. you know he's he hasn't wowed it MVP numbers, but he's having such a stellar season of just he doesn't turn the ball over and he's, he's just out, he's one step ahead with the game scheme and he's seen every defense he's seen every scheme. So I think he just can, you know, smart his way to victories. And I think sure. that's what he'll do with this team. So um, I'm going Rogers and go pack go. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. We put it in there because of the records and the, and the chase for a playoff, but I'm going to yeah. roll with you. I'm going to go Packers. I know that Rogers, they said he had a setback with his toe injury, but then nothing yes, really came of that through the rest of the week. So I don't think it's going to play a factor throughout the rest of the season for him. Yeah. Um, Ravens have no secondary and you have Devonte Adams coming in. Who's mm -hmm. just being Devonte Adams. So yep. this could be a 200 yard game for him, you know, depending yep. on how much they want to throw. But then yep. you have the, they kind of are building a one-two combo with uh, AJ Dillon and yep. um, Aaron Jones. Aaron yep. Jones. So love to see that, which yeah. is great moving towards the playoffs when you get a run game like that kind of moving. So I, 
I don't even know if this will be a close game, unfortunately. I kind of think the Packers might might get to a pretty quick lead and yeah that, that would, vegas, even even if lamar plays vegas has the line at five and five and a half for green bay i think it goes over i would take i think Packers so over yeah money yeah. line take that one so i agree with you so all right game picks are in we got three opposites in that one game picks are in three opposites we'll see what happens don't you took bet chiefs, our, right don't bet our picks i did i took we both took chiefs, chiefs and then we went opposite on the colt on um, colts pats game went opposite on the eagles reds uh eagles times redskins but uh eagles Boston football team op, opposite on broncos Bengals. same with same packers. on packers all right so, cool we we'll Let's see what happens those. those are the game picks um all right we usually do contender pretender but after you and I chatted after the last pod, we kind of did like a contender pretender playoff edition. Yeah. And then we made some picks without realizing that we had the Rams not getting in, but we knew the Rams were probably going to get in. We were going to get in. Yeah. So this is a playoff pick redo for this, yeah. this episode. Um, yep. Right now, we'll start with the AFC. You got. We are prisoner of the moment, guys. We, the moment. We, we, we take it week by week and we react off of each. Each week, we change <laughs> our minds. Yeah, here we we are. Uh, right now, Patriots, Tennessee, which we said was going to lose the division. They might actually not. And they might get Derrick Henry back. Um, yeah. Kansas City, Baltimore, Chargers, Indy, Buffalo. Those are your seven. With Cleveland, Cincy, and Denver, potentially Pittsburgh kind of outside looking in. So Right, right. We talked about Buffalo maybe not making the playoffs. Baltimore maybe not making the playoffs. Where yes. do you sit with those two teams? I know you got Indian. I know we got the Chargers in. We said maybe not Tennessee, but I think with the win last week, Tennessee's almost kind of solidified themselves into the playoffs. So I don't yeah. know if they lose out. So Buffalo, Baltimore, I'll agree with you on those. Yeah. Where do you sit with them? Who may get in outside of that? So that it's, it's all about who's going to win the AFC North yes. for me, you know? Yes. And because – if they win the AFC North, I feel like that's going to be the only representative in there for the AFC North. And Baltimore, as as depleted they are, they probably just need to win one more game, maybe to to one or two more games to win it. But uh, well, they have the head to head against the the Bengals and or like that. So, but their schedule is brutal. The Ravens brutal. They go, they go Packers, Bengals, probably in a must win right there and then they go rams and then steelers and rams so, at that week could still potentially be playing for the division title depending on what yeah. happens with the cardinals so that yeah yeah you know. exactly i'm gonna say cincinnati gets in as the afc north representative as winning okay. that like that so even though i picked them not to win this week i i just picked it on a hunch for the broncos i think the Bengals can still get on a run right here and take the division they're the healthiest and they look, uh, yeah, the healthiest, and they're not, they have not missing as many players as <laughs> the Browns and the Ravens. So I'm going to go Bengals in for there. I like obviously the Chiefs or the Chargers to get in. I don't know who's going to win that division, but they're both going to get into the playoffs, in my belief. I think the Colts get in as as a wild card team, and Tennessee. Or Tennessee, one of the other. Both will get in in that division, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, now and then Buffalo, Buffalo's remaining division, will they get that last spot or will it be the Ravens? I'm going to say Buffalo. Yeah, they got, they got the Falcons. Yeah, they got the Falcons. They got the Jets. They got the Panthers. I'm they gonna got say a Buffalo more favorable schedule. 
Buffalo. So is Baltimore it. misses the playoffs. Cincy yes. replaces them. Yes. And Buffalo stays stays in the playoff race. Yeah. Um, I pretty much Correct. agree with you on that one. I, I would look at the Browns, but A, COVID issues they have going into this week. Mm-hmm. After this week, they have Packers, Steelers, Bengals, all must-win games, I would say, at that point. Yeah. Especially if they don't win against the Raiders this week. Um, yeah. You're right. I think, te- obviously, 10 wins locks – for the AFC side, 10 wins will lock you into a playoff. But for the NFC, nine wins will lock you in since it's yeah. a lower record, low totem for like that. Yeah. But, um, uh, I, I'm going to agree with you. I, I think since he wins the division, knocks Baltimore out. Mm-hmm. Buffalo, even though they don't have a run game, I think their schedule favors them with Panthers this week who just fired their offensive coordinator. They're kind of a mess. There's, you know, talks yeah. of that rule not really – living up to the hype as a head coach. So who yeah. knows what's going to happen with them. They might lose again to the Pats, but that'll make them, what, eight and seven. And then they play the Falcons and the Jets. So that puts them at 10 and seven and get yeah. them to the playoffs. So, yeah, and I think yeah. they win those matchups. So I, I agree I with you on the too. AFC. I think, unfortunately, with all the injuries, Baltimore's not going to not gonna make it. City yep. replaces them, and, and that's your final. So, yep. Yep. All right. Let's go to NFC. Uh, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Arizona, Dallas, Rams, Niners, Washington. You have yes. Minnesota, Philly, Atlanta, and New Orleans outside looking in. <clears throat> it's really well, going to come down was, to the Niners and Washington. It was fun thinking my football team was going to get in, but they are not going to get in. No? I'm going to say it. They're not going to right now because they, they need a lot of what if. I believe they have to sweep. The Eagles and beat the Giants. They have to win three more, three of their next four. And I don't know if they could beat Dallas, and I don't know if they can beat Philly this week with with who's going to go out there. I mean, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I think Washington misses it. I think San Fran locks in the first wild card. Um, You get three teams from the NFC West in there. You get the Rams, you get the Cardinals, and you get the Niners. And as – for the last remaining playoff team, pains me to say it. It's either the Eagles or the Minnesota Vikings. But I'm leaning Eagles at the moment because the Vikings schedule, they have to play the Rams and the Packers and the Bears who play them tough. Yeah. Too. Um, they have played Bears twice like yeah. that. Vikings have a Vikings could do this though. I don't know. Who where are you leaning? I'm gonna I'm gonna take off what you say and then then I, then get my I mean I picked Washington to win this week, and I think if they win this week, that's a big boost for them. I yeah. actually think the Bears beat Minnesota this week. I just That's the season Minnesota's been having. Um, yeah. And the Bears actually looked pretty good against the Packers and almost yeah. beat the Packers to a point. I mean, they were competitive in the game until the, towards the end of the game. Yeah. Um, but I could see the Bears. They're going to win one of those two matchups that's against Minnesota, and I think it's this week. And then they. But have if the you guys Rams beat Philly, if you beat Philly, that puts you at seven and seven. That puts Philly at six and eight. So there's that oh, yes. spread that you needed. So this this game is monstrous for us, like the, the, between us and Philly, because it gives you power into the that wild card in that mm-hmm. seventh spot right there, because those teams under there. Atlanta plays has a tough matchup. Vikings have a tough road. Like all of them have tough matchups in there. Now, does New Orleans is still there though? 
New Orleans, do you think that they could possibly get healthy and get on a run? They seem like they went to the formula that won them games last week was feature Alvin Kamara. They played yeah. the Jets, I know, but they their remaining schedule. They play the Bucks, who they play the Bucks tough all the time. They do, they do, yeah. And no matter when Tom's out there, there just is something with the Saints that he's had trouble with the Saints. Yeah. Um, except in the playoffs, but regular season, <laughs> yes. Um, Dolphins. Winnable game. I mean, I think winnable. Panthers, winnable game. Falcons, winnable game. Could the Saints get in there with that seventh spot, or do you not believe that? Are you, um, on to Was- are you holding on to Washington? I'm holding on to Washington. <laughs> I, I think their four-game win streak came at a time when they needed it because now yeah. you're facing all your division rivals. You lost one to the Cowboys. I don't necessarily think you ride them off going against the Cowboys their next matchup. Dak's in a slump. Dak does not look good at all. Dak killed me in fantasy, and I'm not picking him next year. By and the I'm way. not, and I'm mad at him. <laughs> um, but I, I do. I, I think you could beat Philly this week. I mean, so, there's, we still have a couple more days to see what unfolds with the COVID issues and things like that. Yeah. Um, but Philly's kind of been that. Oh, they come out and they play really well, or they come out and they shit the bed. And yeah. This could be a week that they do that coming off a bye, even though they're at home. I think Washington gets in. I think they I think they can win both games against the Eagles. I did pick them to win this week. Even if you lose the Cowboys, you win against the Giants at the end of the season. You, you yeah. Solidified. The Minnesota's going to lose to the Rams and the Packers. I think they lose to the Bears this week. Maybe not the very last week, but at that point, it'll be out of it. Um, I don't trust in Atlanta, and I don't think the Saints do it because I think the Dolphins will beat them. I think somehow, okay. some way, we okay. said it last pod, the Dolphins could sneak in. I don't know. They I mean, could. in the AFC, Possibly. they're on a run. They, they could. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, if, if Bills, if Bills don't, I mean, we're we don't have a lot of trust in the Bills right now. So that last totally. spot is up there. And the Dolphins, if they get, they continue this streak, then yeah. they might find themselves in that seventh spot in that wild card. For now, I'm going to see prisoner of the moment. I'm going to yeah. say, the Eagles make this make the wild card seven spot, and because playing us. This week is is lucky for them. Then they got the Giants next. Then they have us again. That maybe we we split with them on that one. Cowboys maybe have nothing to play for in that last game. That's the division might be locked up. So point. I'm gonna go. Philly gets in the seventh spot. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'm gonna ride we'll with see. the boys because just we'll I mean I have to a because I picked them to win this week and that kind of works out into the playoff standing. So I'm gonna go with that. But there's still a lot to unfold over the next three four weeks of football so who knows man hey my birthday is on sunday this is pod 37 great the boys turning 37 let's nice. just win can we just, let's win? just win let's just win win it for the boy win it for the boy please come on i love that you going to feel it for the game <laughs> i'm not going to feel it that would be a terrible birthday yeah no, no 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 don't do that i will not do that absolutely not oh all right sibs nation that's our playoff pick redo we got Cincy yeah, going in in the afc baltimore falling out i got washington holding it down Fat Daddy's got Philly going in, Washington falling out. We'll redo this on the next pod next week and see what happens. Yeah, yeah exactly. Prison of the moment. There we are. <laughs> um, all right, Pat Daddy, let's get into our game ball segment. Uh, I okay. spoke on it a little bit earlier in the What's Trending, I, but I, I'll go. I wonder who his game ball is going to. My game ball is going to go to my boy, Stefan Curry. Yeah. Stefan Wardell Curry, greatest shooter of all time. Broke the record, three-point shot. Uh, I think he gets to 4,000. Like we talked about, I think the purity of his shot, how much he puts it up, the percentage that he makes it, 
a lot of people say, you know, all these up and coming basketball players, everyone's doing the three. Steph made the three popular. Steph kind of created the three, I guess you could say. Um, but I just think with his purity in the years he has left, I'm, I think he gets it to a point where it might not be touchable. I don't think we'll be around if that ro- record gets broken. Um, but while I am here, I think I don't think it does get broken. But it's just it's fun to watch him, not just the way he plays the game, but if you ever get to watch any of the pregame coverage and what they do and shoot around and the fun that they have and the enjoyment and he, you know all that yeah. kind of stuff. Right. It just he makes the game fun to watch, and I don't think there's anyone a as a player in the NBA or a fan in the NBA other than the fact that you don't want them to beat you that doesn't like Steph Curry, and I just think that speaks volumes to him and how big yeah. of a name he is and how big of a celebrity he is, but at the same moment how humble he is as a human. Um, and he's just he's he's great for people and and future athletes to look up to. My son's a huge fan of him, and I love that he loves him as a role model because he's he's just he fits the mold perfectly. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So Absolutely. that's when the game ball goes to Steph Curry. Steph Curry with the shot, boy. Game ball. All right. My game ball is going to someone who may have knocked off the biggest upset of anyone that's ever seen. They were a plus 650 underdog, and they are the new UFC women's Bantamweight oh. champion. Juliana Pena beat arguably one of the best competitors at her sport in any sport was Amanda Nunez, and no one saw this coming. Nope. The way Amanda Nunez had beat all these people, all these girls that just looked like she's a notch above and myself included, no one saw this coming. And Julia Pena not only beat her, she beat her up, and beat her good and made her submit and made mm-hmm. her quit. So I think as the biggest underdog that when you weren't given a shot, maybe talk yourself into a title match and sure. you're going out there and you lay the smack down and you do it convincingly. She said at the end, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Right at the <laughs> end of it, she said it. And yeah. that was a quote from Nate Diaz. But um, it was great. It, it, you know, it just shocked it's the world. Crazy. And one, the biggest under plus six fifty. So if you bet on her, you, you are money. on some money. You knew something that we all didn't. And I gotta give her the game ball. I think that that that's a huge upset and huge knockoff. If you beat one of the best in their their sport, that's what you did. I would say that's a bigger upset than when Holly Holm took out Ronda Rousey. You know, oh, it was, yeah, it was almost uh, it was to that bigger. level, but. It was, you and I said it. On, yeah, you and I said it on the pod. I I said the same thing. I don't see anyone beating her in the rest Mm-mm. of her career in the UFC. She's just Not that either. dominant, that control. And then I yep. wake up to your text at midnight. She I lost, like, and I was like, <laughs> "What?" She got beat up. She that's got beat unbelievable. Up. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. that's a, that's an awesome game ball because, like yeah. you said, she talked herself into a title fight. And now she's a champ. And now people got to come to her, and she gets exactly to pick, you know gets yep. to pick who she faces. So. Yeah, that's game changing for a career for someone, you know, in that level doing what they do. So, um, but before we jump into NBA coming off game ball, I want to stay here because we were going to touch on UFC anyway. Poirier went down also. You want to touch on that one? I mean, yeah, Poirier. I mean, uh, it was a good match. I mean, Poirier gave it everything, but Charles Oliveira, like they, he just didn't have any quit in him. Like I think everything he just took every shot and he outlasted Poirier. I thought Poirier was giving him everything he could, and then but. Charles, people questioned Charles Oliveira's toughness, mm-hmm. and that was never the question in that match at all because he was taking shots and he just kept pushing forward. So I think Poirier kept thinking he had his opportunity, and then Oliveira just wore him down, wore him down. And then when he was wore down, hit him with the choke, and he that, and was, that was it. All, all she wrote. 
Yeah. yeah. It's wild that those two went down because we obviously did not see it going no. that way. No. Where does that sit now for title matchups coming forward? Well, it, it, it puts a monkey in that. I don't know who Oliver will fight next because there's, you know, I know Connor wants a shot at him. And I think the trilogy I saw a picture with Covington, with, right? With, Covington, possibly, but he has to move to that weight class right there. Yeah, or uh, go down, I think, down. to 175. But uh, who knows? I don't, I, I don't know who will be next. So I know Chandler is itching at it, but uh, Ga- it's definitely Gaethje. I'm sorry. I should know that. Gaethje is the, gets the next title shot against Oliveira. So okay. that'll be a good one. God, USC is always there, man. I mean, yeah. and yeah. These, these upsets like that just make it bigger and bigger. So yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch. Um, let's touch on a little bit of NBA. I don't okay. know if you saw these storylines. There hasn't been a whole lot of conversation about it, but I did see um, like an alert come out of there was conversations being had about a potential Russell Russell Westbrook trade scenarios, and the fact that the Nets are willing to move on from Kyrie Irving. Now, yeah, conversations haven't really gotten that much deeper into it right now. And if you watch right. the Lakers, the last couple games, they're kind of getting on a roll. But Russ, big shot last night. Russ hit the game three to win. It. Uh, I don't see them. I, I think they're on a run right here, the Lakers right now. A little premature they, combos. Yeah, I think premature. I do put some stock into – Possibly Kyrie moving. Kyrie. I think so. I think, and I think what makes sense is a Kyrie Ben Simmons swap, maybe, you know, like the sure. guys that are not playing at all. And they kind of do a yeah. trade for that. Um, or, I mean, they're Kyrie, Dame Lillard, maybe something like that. Maybe Portland will be like, hey, we'll take our chances with Kyrie. Sure. So um, I could see Kyrie being shipped out. Yeah, I think I was going to say I put more stock in Kyrie, especially I watched, like I said, I'm in New York market, so I get Brooklyn. They had eight players the other night, and KD just took the game over. After coming off a game, he scored 51. So yeah. I think it He's shows even when Harden isn't playing, mm-hmm. you don't really need Kyrie. you know. Yeah. And if you're going to not play and, and that type of stuff, might as well get something for him and, and get someone who's going to be on the court. So I put, court. I put a lot of stock. Yeah, a lot of stock in that one. But we'll see what happens. I mean, like I said, they're – other than Stephen A. bringing it up, there hasn't been a, a ton of chatter, but the trade deadline's kind of approaching, so right. I think it's going to increase. Um, yeah, but the as trade long as- de- yeah, I think it's their trade line deadline. Did it just when's this? When's that over? I don't know the exact yeah. name, but it's usually it just started where you're able to make trades. Yeah, I think as of as of like the fifteenth of December, which is a few days ago. Like the um, window itself is open. The window right is now. open, yeah. yeah, yesterday, like that. So it's open for trade discussions now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think if Kyrie doesn't step on the court, which he can't if he's not vaccinated in the state of New York, that conversation is just going to get bigger and bigger and maybe something ends yeah. up happening. But as long as the Lakers are healthy, like they look like right now, yeah. and they're continuing to win, yeah. I don't think you move on from Russ. I don't think so yet because I think you brought him in for the playoffs. And, yeah. you know, I'd, yeah, I, I'd be shocked to see that. I think it's yeah. all scuttlebutt. Um. All right, Patrick. Anything else we want to touch on in the thanks world of sports? Not, thanks for thanks for not bringing up my wizards. By the way, they, <laughs> it's, uh, life comes at you fast, and we were once upon a time ten and three, and we are about to be five hundred after we pl- we play Phoenix tonight, and we're going to lose oh. to Phoenix, and we are going to be a five hundred ball club, and maybe we got a little too ahead of ourselves over here. I'll say this, market. 
Montrez Harold started the season fire. Like we talked yeah. about bully ball, you know, yeah, putting yeah. up points and all that. And I don't know if it's the way they're not utilizing him or whatever, but he's definitely dropped off. Um, yep. But if you were uh, winning in the, winning that way, why wouldn't you go back to that type of that way? Oh, Dinwiddie Spencer Dinwiddie hasn't been hitting that many shots yeah. too. I think we just gone cold, and then what we put our pride on earlier on was our defense, and lately we've been giving up a lot of, a points. Lot of points. So yeah. this looks like same old Wizards. Same Kuzma's old kind of been in and out of the lineup. Yeah, so. yeah. But well, here we are. You brought him up, not me. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I had to. I had to. Yeah. Um, but good games. Christmas Day coming up. Uh, Warriors potential conversation clay thompson will be back they said before christmas i think they have two more games on this road trip they get home sunday yeah i believe so maybe they play a game sometime next week that'll be his first game and then potentially christmas so that'd be good good to watch and kind of see where he's at but uh get clay back out there nba's doing its thing it's kind of unfolding the way it's unfolding we yep. like the bulls they're kind of on pause a little bit but we'll see once they get back on track all right, uh, before we go, got to touch a little bit on fantasy real quick. Are you – what? what's your What's your status for all your leagues? Are you in any playoffs? I'm in two consolation brackets. <laughs> <laughs> no, if not that counts for anything. No, nah, I mean, fantasy. let me do this. I'm in your fantasy league. All I needed to do was win, and I get in. Um, and I got absolutely smoked. 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 Um, smoked. And then in our car league, uh, I just needed to win and potentially get in. And Will T, our boy, I think had over 200 points in that he week. He went so, nuclear. I mean, yeah. the, the two weeks that I just – two games I needed to win and get in, I think both uh, Alex and Will's teams might have had the most points they had all season. So, mm. I got smoked Man. in that one. And then in my family league, I just missed it by one spot. Um, yeah. Two weeks ago, I actually – tied exactly with an opponent in my division but to break the tie they go by bench points oh had, bench points i know i'm That's not a fan of it but he had way more players on the bench most of mine were either hurt and obviously not eligible to get me any points so i lost the tie in that one which ended up booting me out so i went gotcha. 0 three this year a little disappointing oh. um okay it's all right but i will say this my records were 10 times better than last year. So I'm progressing. And in your league, I did not get last. So I don't have to look like a fool get last. On, on video. Nope. I have to give that to our boy, Johnny, Johnny LeRae. Hopefully he's yeah. listening to this one. He has to take a picture on the socials that he sucks at fantasy football. Yeah. We got a sign for him and everything waiting. All right. Good luck. How about to all you? Fantasy... How about you, Pat daddy? Oh man. I, uh, I went, how, what did I go? I went three of four for making the playoffs nice. out of all my leagues, but my high stakes league, the one that, like, I put I know. for the big money, I didn't make the playoffs for. Ah. So, I'm a little snake-bitten, but if I can win in one of them, it'll be all right. Make up a little uh, bit. I got a lot of lot of things, injuries, everything happening this weekend is going to be odd. But I'm pulling for my guys. I need Eckler to be big. I need my guy Cordell Patterson's been awesome oh my this God. year. I hope Harris the Niners awesome. shut him down. <laughs> Alvin Kamara's been great. I need Stafford to have a huge game. And yep. maybe I'll get another championship. I need another one right here. Right yeah, the trophy so, in the back. Yeah. I would say this, not that you're never not excited to make the playoffs, but 
with all the COVID issues and injuries and everything, like it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to balance your lineup. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Like if I would have got in, in your league, I would have found out yesterday that Deandre Hopkins is not playing. So my number one, like I, he's out, you know, yeah. it's, yeah. it just makes it tough, but Hey man, good luck to you. I hope you win all three of those. Good luck to everyone that's in the fantasy playoffs. May yeah. are your best wishes get to you. Hopefully you get some uh, prize money with that, but Absolutely. Hey, we are moving along with this uh, podcast episode 37 and uh, we're going to keep trucking along. Keep trucking along. Thank you guys again for supporting us, social media, listening to us on all the podcast streams. Um, We're going to keep it coming. We'll see what happens in the NFL this week, getting closer to playoff time, big game tonight. Um, And we'll catch you guys on the next one. Yeah. Hopefully get one out right before Christmas guys. So uh, catch you on the next one. Happy holidays. Happy drinks. Peace. Peace.